Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. A somber tone to the podcast, rightfully so. Um, going beyond the NFL world and the sports world, um, the Demar Hamlin situation has has really taken us all by storm. Um, Aiden, I'll let you kind of take it away, but it goes without saying our thoughts and prayers are with Hamlin, his family, teammates, anybody that's gone through it, and every, we're all pulling for him. Yeah. Um, so I was like kind of weighing how I wanted to handle the episode this week. And I personally don't really want to talk too much about football and the outcomes of the games and all of that quite yet. Um, I know that we're at a pivotal part of the year, but it just doesn't seem to be the right time to be considering that with the tone um, and with the unprecedented event that happened. And I'm going to walk the listeners through that if they're not aware. Uh, most people probably will be aware of what happened. Sure. Um, in the biggest standpoint. matchup of the year, the biggest uh, primetime matchup, AFC first seed on the line. It is a home game for the Bengals with the visiting Buffalo Bills. It's a superstar matchup of two great quarterbacks. Um, you know there's a lot of eyes on the game. You know the NFL's thinking money when they see that on the matchup. And first drive, Burrow hits a touchdown. Second drive, field goal. Third drive, Bengals have the ball again. Um, a very routine play. Quick yep. hit to T. Higgins. He turns and sh- puts the shoulder into the defensive back, which, from my perspective, is an incredibly routine play. I feel mm-hmm. like receivers have three options other than going out of bounds, and that's go down immediately like Dorsett. Um, that's the guy, right? Dorsett is the one that always goes down. Lock for the it. Seahawks. Lock it. I confuse them every time. Lock it. You could go down like lock it. I love the highlight you could try, of lock it. It's, you could it's, try it's, to make awesome. a shifty move, or you can drop your shoulder and try to get a couple extra yards. And I Which, feel like I think incredibly we're taught to routine. Do. I think, and I yes. think it's hard because you are taught to to deliver. I mean, punishment. Yeah, you don't want to get. You don't want to take the hit. You want to deliver it and. To that point, DeMar Hamlin comes in and kind of bear hugs the shoulder as the shoulder was delivered to him and rides T. Higgins to the ground. DeMar Hamlin pops back up and then immediately wobbles and then falls Mm. down, and then you see the wave. I I always think the wave is a very um, terrible thing to see on the football field, and I I mean the the wave is when a player frantically waves in staff because it's so evident that the player has something wrong with them that now the whole world knows, like, okay, this is bad. And we've seen players get their legs snapped in half and potentially lose their leg, and it was a miracle miracle that it was saved. We've seen people have tendons popped and torn and neck injuries, paralyzings. We've seen terrible things in the football field. But I've never been worried on a live broadcast that a player was going to pass away in front of my eyes. And that was the fear that we saw on the teammates' faces, on the opposing team's faces. That is... We clocked it quick in the group chat, sadly, but then as soon as they said CPR, Luke goes heart. Like, and then we just, we're all like, oh my God, I think he might be dead. Mm. And it was, it was terrible. No one was really at fault. Think. Yeah. I mean, like what, and to be watching, like, like I said, like everybody's watching this game, casual people kids. are watching this game. Uh, I'm so thankful, kids. so thankful that, um, there's a few things to be thankful about and we'll get to them. But one of the things I'm so thankful about in this horrible situation, in this tragic situation, 
uh, is that his mom was at the game and able to to ride along in the ambulance. Um, that's one. Two, the is, on field. Uh, these are the these are the people that we look up to. That we need to look up to. The people that saved Demar Hamlin's life on the field. I mean, they had to they vigorous CPR, CPR for, for about nine minutes. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. I heard. Uh, they, and for, they make tried no to put mistake. Him into there's the ambulance. There's... And had to go back down and do that, and then put him back in, and like booked it to the university University of Cincinnati uh, hospital. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's like a no better place, and I don't mean that in any disparaging way, but like no better place where this could have happened to somebody, um, because the on field response was so fast and seems to be appropriate. And then you have a, a very very good hospital with everything he needed close and yeah. then they shut down traffic for them and got a police escort and i do yeah. want to say um thank you to all of those people involved and without a um, doubt props to you it's eye-opening um you know and this is on the positive spectrum of things regarding the league but it's eye-opening what protocols are in place i learned a lot about like what happens like i mean there's a 90 minute meeting before the game 90 minutes before the game starts every week where everybody introduces who they are and like what their role is. If something like this were to go down and it never has, you know what I'm saying? Like they've been, thank God people take it seriously. Like they've been preparing for the worst. And some of that is the league. Some of that is the union working so hard to, to protect players. And, you know, in a season where player safety has been at the forefront, um, a, a season where you've heard, me and Aiden have our eyes open, like on the constant head injuries, the the con- the constant. I mean, just brutal aggression in the sport that we knew about, and you know, is part of what I guess, for better or worse, or unbeknownst to us, uh, how awful it sounds. Like, is something we liked in the game. Like, it's a it's a it's the draw unquote, of the sport. It's the yeah, primary draw of the sport. It absolutely. is. and so to have this happen too. I mean, it just feels like this after Tua, like also like, you know, having the issue on field, uh, same field, I believe it's just horrifying. And so it's like the last thing I want to do is sit and speculate on really anything regarding the field of play or, or what happened or what could have done. I mean, there's no, it's, it's a freak accident. I'm just happy that he is alive as of right now, he's in. I think they said that there's been marked improvement, whatever that means. It's been vague, of course. Uh, his family's been giving updates and stuff like that. Um, I I want to know what was going through your head, Aiden, when you know Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are f- forced to fill air and try to uh, relay whatever they're figuring out or what they're hearing, and then the ESPN's also cutting back to studio with Susie Colbert and Booger McFarlane and Adam Schefter. I mean, this is like almost a whole hour of play stoppage when we're only what five, 10 minutes into the first quarter of a football game. Very quickly. Um, yeah. The stadium remains full and nobody knows what's going on. And first you hear something to the grapevine of players get five minutes and they treat it like a rain delay or something. Then players went back to the locker room. Then eventually play was postponed and now we know that that game's just null and void it doesn't seem as though it's going to be uh made up um obviously we were going through it live me and you were on the phone with each other but what a grueling and strange and confusing like segment of television too like just just to be honest like 
I, 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 it, think... it was surreal. Um, it was very surreal. It was like the air was thin. Um, yeah. No one knew yeah. what to do. It seemed like everything was zoomed out and distant. Like it, I kept telling D, like it seems like I'm asleep right now. I should be watching the best matchup of the year. And now we have broadcasters trying to improvise in a situation they should have never been put in in a situation that we've never seen happen on a football field. So no one knew what to think. And for that, I think we should give a little bit of leeway um, to the broadcasters because they were put in a terrible situation. I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. have anything bad to say about any of them. Um, I personally had viewpoints very quickly, which are pie in the sky and not realistic and my viewpoint was shut the fucking game down like immediately I, like I just think call that's it but i know that there are a lot of things beings. i so <clears throat> the pessimist in me has critique for the nfl and 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 honestly part of me thinks that the nfl stalled because they were gauging public perception and waiting to get word on his well-being, even though we knew that it wasn't going to be good and it wasn't going to be until at least the next day because sure. he wasn't breathing on his own. So sure. you need – if you know that, like – and they have all the lines of communication. Mm-hmm. So there was that. There was the, – something got relayed to Joe Buck to announce – as the commentator that the players have been told they have a five minutes to warm up and get ready. And we know that was true down on the field because Joe Burrow was throwing a football again with, Mm -hmm. with a guy warming his arm up while Josh Allen is openly weeping and players are crying everywhere. And Sean McDermott is crying and like, I kept saying out loud, you can't play this game. If they play this game, I'm done. I said that like four times. If they play that game, I'm done watching the yeah. NFL this season. I won't watch any more this season. I'll just wait. Um, thank God they didn't play the game, but they sure fucking waited a really long time. And I think time. it was too long. I think it was too long. And I think you should have cut away from the broadcast and you should have put a fucking text on the screen that said I something about agree. the situation and then fill it with something. You I have think that's a why boatload of ESPN so shit too. to. Like and I know it's like they're in uncharted waters there, and it's a big broadcast, and they're waiting to see. I mean, is forty nine minutes the longest time ever for an organization to like go through the the chain of events of this network paid this money and this one, and we scheduled this and these people and this? It's like, is that a long time? It felt like a long time because we're staring at the screen and not knowing what's happening on the Monday Say night it's a broadcast. fucking marksmanship you know, contest I, and somebody's gun shoots himself sure, on accident. It backfires. How long do you watch a guy bleed out and not I, know if he's going to make it while they're doing medical work you. on him? Is and that I something think, you should just focus on? Like, <laughs> I'm with you, and I think at first it was being treated um, like as though Like any like, old injury? Not any old injury, but it were being treated as though it were like a freak injury, but not life or death by the NFL. Uh, not everybody on the field and not everybody that worked to save us. And it just felt like, and, and whether or not that's true, obviously I don't know. But I think it's because we waited so long that that is the perception to the public, that the NFL becomes this callous, villainous uh, overlord thing. Capitalist if, if, pig. If you, if, exactly, if you play that game, or and even as long as it took. Um, so no, it did not look good in my opinion either, but I think they made the right call in pushing it. I think they made the right call in deciding we probably just won't play this game. Uh, Tony Reale said on around the horn, there's protocols now, uh, post 2020 in the COVID seasons where like, you know, win percentages and stuff like that can be taken into account to help determine playoff seating in case 
you know, teams were to miss games and stuff. So I, I think that is totally something that should happen. And maybe even, maybe even the whole NFL shouldn't play this week. It's not going to happen. Um, we're going to play tomorrow. Like it's Wednesday night. There, there will probably be a game tomorrow. There will no game tomorrow. There's not, not a Thursday night, night game. No, last. Oh, because Amazon's week was the last got, okay. Because Amazon's game. done. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. Then I would push it Saturday. I, then I would push it. I would I would skip the week. I would use that buffer of the Pro Bowl week, and push completely. I do not agree with Aaron Rodgers very much anymore in any of his public uh, statements for the most part, but I do very much stand uh, shoulder to shoulder with his opinion. Uh, most recently on Pat McAfee about the idea that like, it's not. It's not even realistic or respectful, and I'm, and I'm not quoting him, but this is the sentiment. It's not realistic, respectful, logical to be like, I'm, we're on to the Sunday night game and it's Packers-Lions, and I agree. Um, this is we, – we've just never seen anything like it. I agree, too. Like That's it. the and, first and time I, I've heard and, that. And why not? Like, these players are traumatized. Like, we're talking about – we're talking about NFL working with like for mental health outreach on these players that were traumatized just days ago. I, I, th- this is not something you want to see. Like this is something that like soldiers sign up for. You know what I mean? Yeah. To see, um, to it's going like, to be hard to go back into that situation with likely PTSD for some of these players. Oh, without um, a doubt. And and when you're moving slow too, that's not good. That's when people get hurt too. If you're not in a hundred percent, it's a whole thing. That's and that's just an an age old like statement from the game. Um, I, and I, and it's just like, it's a gruesome sport. I, I rem- and I think I've said it on the show. I remember being in like sixth grade playing peewee football and watching a dude's like arm on our team get snapped in half, like completely broken half and like bent backwards. And I remember him holding it up and wailing and crying, like, and, and like watching all that unfold in front of me and being like, we played the, we finished the game. Like we went and finished the football game as as sixth through eighth graders, and I remember being like staring at a wall that night and like couldn't think about anything but that. And as a child, you know what I mean. And that's and that's not life or death, but it's like, I'm at, as fucked up as I felt <laughs> as a as a as a child seeing that as a sixth grader playing football, to be like on the field and seeing like somebody having fucking CPR on the field like what the fuck like it's just again like we throw around the word unprecedented it is it's unprecedented the season up until now was largely like the craziest season for positive things but on the but on the on the other end of that spectrum on the on the ebb to the flow this has been a really weird injury-ridden freak accident season that makes you sick as a fan as a fan of the sport and it makes you question what's important. I remember I posed that early on in the season with Tua to you where I was like, mm. man, is it even worth it? Like, do I even, it's a fucking kid's game. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, is any of this worth it? Maybe we just find a new hobby. Like, and, I, and I'm being honest. I go back and forth. Like the Vikings, if you look around this room I'm recording in or what I'm wearing right now or every minute of every day, like this is a fundamental part of my life of my family's life. This is like how we relate to one another. But it make moments like this, especially like, more than ever, like makes you wonder if like, what are we doing here? 
And, I've had those thoughts many times, and, and it's really and it's, hard because it's strange. Most of my thoughts throughout the day are like football storylines, like thinking it's about all shit. I care about. I'm, <laughs> now I'm like, I don't even want to fucking think about football. I I don't care about football right now. Um, this has been a sobering season. I mean, you had the Deshaun situation, then you had the rampant um, head injuries that are now coming to the forefront because of changes in concussion policy within the league, mm-hmm. the Tua situation and how that's been handled. Now this, and it, it has made me question my view of football as a sport and how that relates to my life. Um, well, it's so it it's so strange, too, that like, when I'm watching that, I'm also thinking about when I was a kid, a young kid, but like when Dale Earnhardt and Daytona 500, he wrecks and he died. Like he died on the track um, and it, on impact. And they introduced the Hans device and it's never happened again. Nothing like that's ever happened again because there's something to do. What can you do for this? Like, like this is a routine play. Like, you know what I mean? This is a freak accident. Like, so not even I want, a way actually, to, like, I have how does two one, things I want to say to that. Please, please. Cause like, how sorry. does one even feel safer about it? I remember watching videos when we were in middle school and like when like seeing like wrestlers, like break bones on YouTube videos and being like, I never want to wrestle again. And I'd think about it. Like when we were going to go wrestle and stuff, it was terrifying. How do you shake that? Like as a football player after watching, like everybody has to be thinking that could be me. I mean, I had a kind of similar experience. I went to a judo um, tournament in Mapleton when I was younger, and my dad was competing in the adult division, and a guy threw him, and he tried to plant with his hand while spinning through the air, and he twisted when his hand planted, so his elbow dislocated severely Mm -hmm. and ripped, and I, like, heard his scream while I watched it, and I remember, like, this like unsettling feeling from mm-hmm. that pained scream and then watching him like get in an ambulance and then him saying, no, it's okay. Like you can keep doing it. You can do mm-hmm. your tournament. And then the coach asking like, do you want to keep going? And I said like, yeah, but I didn't even know what to say. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. No, like, I was in not. shock. Well, and it's like, we're used and, but, to like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and that was just something to relate. But to go back to the comments that you had just made, there's rampant speculation, but some of the people are saying that it could have been an acute situation where the heart was struck with blunt force impact at a very specific point on the time's heartbeat cycle, um, which is very like milliseconds. And it's when the heart is like recharging and getting ready to start again, the impact could have jarred that um, electric signal bat, like stopped it. Mm-hmm. And that is incredibly rare. It's like commo- commodio mm-hmm. cordis or something. And sure. that's what people are speculating about. But I also want to nip something in the bud that's really irking me. And it happened to me today. So I go to get my haircut today. And the DeMar Hamlin situation's on the, the TV at Sports Clips. I go there because you can sign in ahead of time. Sometimes I'm at work. Makes more sense. Also, save um, money on a haircut. I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like going to them the most. But I've quickly <laughs> realized every barber kind. here is right wing and I thought I could get away from it there and they would just talk sports. But I said, or what are they, have they been covering this all day? And she goes, yeah. And immediately she goes, I think it's because of the COVID vaccines. <laughs> you don't see that. That's, that's never happened before. I go, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think it's because of that. No. Um, she called me an idiot for getting a Dyson air app. She called me what stupid. F- why? This is the same lady that said my hair was thinning. You got, why would you go back? You nut. dude, I, I went back and I thought I'd get a different person. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just going to do it because I need to get my hair cut. Anywho, the, the other point I wanted to make, 
I'm into abuse, Luke. Um, the other point I want to make is the people abuse. that are seizing on this situation to drive forth a rhetoric about COVID vaccines are fucking disgusting pieces of shit, and I hope they burn in hell. Because those people, when they see a disaster, their first thought is just like rubbing their hands together, talking point. When I see a school shooting... My first thought isn't to take to social media and talk about conservatives. I'm usually crying because little kids are getting like, where the fuck is the empathy with people, dude? Like, how can you see that happen and immediately not give a fuck about the player and start driving forth a narrative that pissed me off. And that happened super quick last, like when that happened within Um, like an hour, Ryan, Ryan Clark, uh, Dominique Foxworth, Booger McFarland, a lot of players, former players that have been that were speaking did out, amazing stuff. Yeah, fantastic work. Um, and the uh, by the way, sorry to cut you off. Too. I thought Boomer was going to walk off set. By the way, like Boomer. it looked. Vi- I I was so I thought he was so close to walking off set. I think I mean, he I was not happy with how Susie was handling it. I but I don't think I don't she was improper. Susie, I don't put anything on any of them. I think that's a an untenable situation to have to like. But he took shots at the league. Did you hear him? I did, and I think I think I he also might get heard fired ESPN. Or something. I heard ESPN people taking shots at ESPN a little like this week. Like, and I think everybody's just gonna take it. I think I think this is a kind of everybody's allowed to feel the way they want to feel a situation. Um, but as I don't agree. I don't understand how a COVID vaccine, like why is that on the tip of your tongue on the like top of your mind? Like where does that even come from? Like, like there is, there are a very few acute cases of myocarditis, which is swelling of the heart, which could happen with other vaccines as well. And the right, the political right seized on that to say athletes are going to start dropping like flies and stuff for taking these vaccine mandates. So as soon as one happened, that's everyone. All the right wingers are talking about it, and I think they are all pieces of shit for doing that. Whoever did, I think that's a sad narrative. Um, I think all we should be thinking about is this player and hoping they get better. And I think we should continue to. I mean, player safety needs to be at the forefront, and maybe, maybe it's a losing battle to fight for safety in an unsafe sport. I don't know. I don't know. And the future I, and, of and I the also, future of the NFL is is flag football. It just is. When I thought and I, we might be hurtling towards it like quickly, quicker than we think we would be. I thought Dominique Foxworth was um, also smart in saying that, like talking about like how it's kind of you know there's a there's a cap on how much money they can make, but there's not really a Guaranteed. cap on the amount of like danger they'll they'll put themselves in for the money, whereas the cap on danger, what you're going to put yourself through as the owner and stuff like that is not very much versus the money you make and everything else. And I tend to agree. And I, I hope that like, you know, we've seen the sport make changes um, in the interest of player safety. I, I think that it still has a long way to go. I, and I think we'll just have to see what happens from here, but I, I think pushing the week you would be one nice. thing. I, I think that's also a very great idea and we could hear about that in the coming days but my immediate thought when you said that is that they're gonna 
And dude, this is just the pessimist in me. I'm sorry, but my my projection it's is the NFL will make be a big ado, a big to do about how they're improving chest plate technology on the shoulder pads. Chest plate. I mean, that's what, what? they're gonna do, that's bro. That's ridiculous. what they're gonna do. Tell me that's not like according to like the history. They're just gonna fucking do some um, research and development. On fucking chest plates and then laud the new chest plates and say this will never happen again. And they're going to keep having fucking injuries. Like, that's how the NFL operates, believes, bro. I don't think – I don't think – oh, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know if anybody believes that's just a chest injury. I think that's a freak accident. I think right. – Like, so but, I, I'm with you. That would not solve anything. Whereas I think the precautions put in the helmets and stuff like that, the change in that stuff, I think does help. Unless I'm wrong. I mean, we don't know for sure. This is a risk of CTE that people don't find, like see until their 50s or 60s and don't know till they're dead. So we don't know. Like, they're going to be – I mean, I, who knows where we'll be in 20 years and what we find out. Like, it's it's it sucks. It's a bad spot. I don't know, man. It's a bad spot. And I and I just, it's like – It's I don't want to get too far into the weeds um, in terms of, like, getting away from the main point. I don't want to be disrespectful. I think that, like – you know, never before have I seen a network fully dedicate – to one topic ESPN the whole day on Tuesday was all DeMar Hamlin. And that's huge. Uh, I also think that um, his toy drive getting over like, you know, millions of dollars, like from, from donations while DeMar's fighting for his life is a beautiful thing. Um, I would, I would caution, I would caution people to not make this about them. Um, and I'm not saying people are, necessarily well but when there's a tragedy and you're talking about like people that are like ready to to talk about oh it's this covid vaccine and here's what could have happened different and yada yada i also don't want people to like i don't know pray, i just pray I don't want on people air to, yeah no i mean do what you got to do i guess like i and that you know dio did that i like i like orlovsky i don't know if that's what i would have done um, I don't like him. I don't. I, just I don't, don't think he's a bad if... person. I think that a lot of people were happy he did that. Look, like it I don't believe a, in thoughts and prayers because mean... I don't pray, but I always give my empathetic, heartfelt like thoughts to people in these situations. Sure. And my, but fuck, <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't want it to become a thing. And, and again, maybe I'm being reactionary. I just don't want it to become a thing of like. I knew this person because of this. And so this is, and then it's, you know, this guy's in a hospital fighting for his life. And on the news, we're talking about like, how do you, like, it was just so weird for me to even just hear, but like people that knew, knew Damar as kids and stuff, like we're just getting into his personal life and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, that was I weird. We I saw an interview res- from his old I friend. I think we need to be respectful. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't think we need to like, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm having a hard time articulating it. I just uh, well, think that... I think what you're trying to say is this is all very fresh, and they went full bore, and they thought, "What can we like? We need this to is get not a human all interest the Demar Hamlin content, yeah, like, and the content is, is scary. His health. It's not every all of his backstory, and I get you're it's trying to humanize him. They're trying to humanize him more um, by like talking about how, and that's great. And I, and he is it a great is. person and all of that. But. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want, it's all positive. So it's not even necessarily a bad thing. I would just caution and maybe it's the, and I, maybe I maybe I should say the media. Maybe I should caution the media. It is strange. Is it, it to, 
to be like, oh, this is what people want to hear about. Let's talk about Damar Hamlin and stuff like, and I, I just want to be respectful. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, to close this out, we've kind of recapped what we know. Um, we know he had a cardiac incident and he, his breathing and heart rate was revived on the field and he was taken to the hospital. He was at first a hundred percent dependent on oxygen. There were, uh, messages saying he was now better improved. So now he's only 50% dependent on oxygen. I heard at one point they flipped him over to take the um, pressure off of his lungs and stuff. Oh my goodness. And they're yeah, basically and I'm thrilled trying... that that footage wasn't shown. Sorry. I just wanted to cut in. I'm thrilled. I don't know what's on social media and I didn't look, but I'm thrilled that the players block cameras and I'm, I'm thrilled that they didn't show more yeah. than they should have on any of that. Correct. Um, Right now he is they're they're hopeful that he will be able to like start breathing on his own and I am hopeful and I have not stopped thinking about it since. Honestly, the first thing I've done the last two days when I woke up is check my phone to see if any news has happened with him and see if he's doing okay. Um Pittsburgh player, local to Pittsburgh, a lot of good things people have said about him, and I'm hopeful for the best. Me too. Me too. Well said. Um, I, I don't know if there will be football this week. We, um, we should probably make anticipatory picks as though. Yeah. Everything's um, up in the air right now, but just to cap, like there's been a few weeks where it's holidays. I did the solo episode, um, the, which the, was the great. Picks. Thank you for Thank doing you. that. I listened on yeah, the plane no and I was like, this guy's fucking got it. I love it. I, I thought it was all right. I mean, I flubbed one part. I didn't. I didn't. I missed the ah, three. Two, Brad. Brad yeah, literally went in. three, two. Oh, I by the way, in. I talked with Brad. I got to see him uh, on New Year's night, and Brad. he said every time I hear you talk about screaming fire, we um, I sit there and I scream. You did. You did. I heard you. The... So that is now confirmed. When I tore my ankle in high school football, I did scream fire. And yeah. we had a good long talk about it. And I think I've pieced it together. I think at one point, because Brad agreed, I think at one point I heard or read that you're supposed to yell fire in an emergency because people are more likely to come to a fire than to an um what they perceive to be an assault of some kind, which is usually what they would perceive if they hear people screaming or yelling. So Mm -hmm. people like to observe fires and they think they can help, but they don't want to be victimized by some kind of attack from another human. So I think I yelled fire because I was like in my brain thinking that's what you yell in an emergency (laughs) instead of help. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's, that's a little bit of brevity. Um, But yes, Luke, was down he he absolutely murdered the picks and now he's up by one he had a quick turnaround um despite his best efforts to try to seal it off the <laughs> the it's always been through the super bowl unless of mathematical elimination so i want somebody um, to reach out to us and will say, continue into the playoffs and i'm fine going through the playoffs i really am i just want somebody didn't to seem say, like it maybe t maybe brad is it logical? It wasn't last year because you were beating me so bad. But when we started this whole plan, I said, yeah, I mean, where do we end it? I guess we just go to the playoffs unless there's like a mathematical elimination. I, I almost think that's verbatim. I'm now, fine. if you want to peruse through the archives, you do so. I will not do that. I just beat God of War today. We need an intern. We need an intern. Oh, my God. I, um, I'm really happy to hear that. I, I saw somebody... Uh, post about the ending of God of War, and I was like, "Oh fuck, that looks like a fun it's, game." 
good. It's a good game. Like super. I'm playing good. Madden 2004 and fucking. Mm. Dude, what was the opening right song again? It was. Uh, it was. Uh, was it so? If you're lonely. No, no, it was. Uh, you it's know just all. Like that, I know, but that's the era. It was. Uh, well, I could see you have me. But, but she was with another man, yeah. That soundtrack is like non, dude. It's got Bone Crusher. It's got fucking, dude. I swear to God, it's got fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Is there nothing better than popping a celly, some cellophane open on those I got old? It. I bought a brand new sealed copy of Madden Four because on Instagram I follow some of those vintage gaming and vintage. Words. There's one Instagram I follow. Yeah, I think it's at I think it's at VHS Revolution. And this guy just mm. watches VHS tapes. Like, uh, so it's just, I follow it's some old media photo and like video that. of this guy's box TV with the VCR built in. And it's just like, you know, different stuff. And it's, it's fantastic. It's a shot in the arm. It's I really aesthetic. Need it. It's um, nostalgia. Yeah. And so I, I will say this about nostalgia gaming is like, man, I, the nicer my TV gets, which I, it is nice. The worst uh, old the games worst get. These games look. I want to just. They're not designed and... to play on them. They're designed I know, to. And I've yeah, been you fiercely. You literally Googling, shouldn't like... play it on that television. I know. I know. You have to play it on a tube because it contours a... the fuzziness, makes it mm-hmm. round off the edges. So I have that really heavy. It's still a flat screen, but it's that plasma, the one that you had in the room when you stayed with, when you lived with me. I still have that in a closet, but it's huge and clunky and heavy, and so it's my last resort. But I got this fucking adapter. That plugs into the back of the Xbox as the power, or into the it's the it goes in the AV port, and then HDMI goes into it. It's like twenty bucks on Amazon, um, so I can just play it on the regular TV. But it looks bad. I had to fucking switch the the TV. Like I had to box my screen and cut the like black on the edges to make. You're it, just like, throwing up. Was, and oh, your I was nose getting like a headache. I, I'm telling you, I was getting a headache. I was doing NCAA last night, and I was like, "Fuck, this is really fun." And I'm beating Texas with Western Illinois, but also I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. I know what you mean. We should probably do the picks for this week. Right. Let's get picks and get, and get out of here. Let's do picks and get out of here. Um, but real quick, you know, there's a company called Analog that makes, um, I think it's FPGA is what it's called, but they basically recreate old console technology like I've told you about. They made the Pocket, which is like all the handheld consoles it can play, the physical media for make, them. Did they make that really dank N64 controller you gave me that I have out right now? The one that looks like an no, Xbox controller? That's just I think a, it's fucking... It is Sick. dope. I pulled I got that out mul- this weekend, and I was like, oh, my God. I have NFL And I got other colors. No. Yeah, I have um, a see-through blue. It's sick as fuck. <clears throat> Aiden gifts are I, the best gifts. They ki- they keep on giving. I give good gifts because Luke has similar interests. But, no, I have the Analog Super NT, which is um, basically a reconstructed technology of the Super Nintendo in a sleek new um, – like casing that can play Japanese or United States, Japanese Europe or United States oh, cartridges. And it yeah, plays on an HDMI television, but you can also go into the settings to change the output, to make it replicate older televisions. I've been fiercely Googling to try and find out what the best settings are on the TV to make it look somewhat shittier. <clears throat> like, but it's like, you're right. It's, it's so hard. Um, it just came with that, like in it. So, there are like people um, that I have a lot of respect for are trying their best to preserve physical media of our past. Um, but the yeah. older we get, the more antiquated that technology becomes, and it's just hard. But you're right. Let's. I just wanted to hit on that. No, I thought having, that company's well, we really both cool. had a nice Christmas with video games, and that's like kind of a core part of the show is us talking about that. <laughs> like depending on yes, what yes. we're going through. 
yeah, we always have. Also, shout out to everybody that came and saw me. I got to see some friends uh, that I hadn't seen in a while. I'm not going to name drop everybody, but we've already name dropped Brad. He's okay with it. He was on the ill-fated episode that never aired. We'll try to get him on again. He used the wrong. He he fucked up the audio. It's not my that fault. That was his fault. Um, he goes, yes, oh, I, I guess I should have used the program. Aiden said, Aiden said to use haha. That's what he said. Oh, <laughs> tell, remember, remember, remember when you guys got pulled over by that cop and you're like, we just went to see Book of Eli. Haha. <laughs> I forgot about that. We just went to see Book of Eli. Ha ha. It's actually That's a pretty a good, good movie. Ha ha. I'm sending that in the chat we have with him later. If yeah. you don't, it's actually okay. a pretty good movie. I wasn't there. But. Let's go. Oh my god, that is so. Funny. Oh, if you're thinking of on on the thing of she physical was so media so awkward too. about it. Me and Taylor. Taylor. It's actually a pretty good movie. The, ha! On the note of good movies, me and Taylor Taylor on the DVD and Blu-ray of Clerks Three on the extended scene. So, if you I'm getting that steel book, and then movie, I'm getting it signed cool. by Kevin and Jay and you and Taylor. You got it. That you got. Can I get that? Of course. Actually, can easily. I just pay you to do that for me, and you can just get me the steel book while you're there, so I don't have to buy it. And mail we it don't to have you? the steel book. You got to get the steel book from Best Buy. It's a Best Buy exclusive. You're kidding. I swear. All right, I'm gonna. Can I buy it and have it mailed to your house? Yeah, of course. And then can, you can, can do it? I can make something happen. I don't know. I can it, make something happen. Whenever you get time. It's going to be my cats scrawling their signature on there. I'm going to dip their fucking little paws in it's paint just and just big splat cat. it. <laughs> but I want it to be like I want it to be like neon colors. Yeah, we'll get a... Uh, uh, come on, man. You know I signed with Sharpie paint pens. Get oh, real. that's good. It's going to fucking good glow. Kansas City at Las Vegas Saturday evening. Now, Luke... We have some yeah. resting implications if this week of football actually happens. So I personally feel like Pat would rest because I, I believe they have the first seed locked up in the AFC. Um, so, Who's his backup? <clears throat> uh, ooh, it's not Henny, is it? It might be. But the, it's going against um, Las Vegas with their quarterback, who is also a backup. Yeah. Chad Henney? It might just um, be Chad Henney. I have the Chiefs. Okay, I'm going to take Las Vegas in this because I feel like it's going to be a lot of rested starters. Got that. Next, we have Tennessee at Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville needs to win, and they are so red hot it's not even funny, and Tennessee can't buy a win. I don't even think it's a question. I have like, a They pummeled the Lions. Tennessee is playing Dobbs again. Um, What's the over-under for how many times two. they talk about how he's a fucking um, rocket scientist? Oh my yeah, God. but can he play you know, football? Jesus Christ. I was rooting for him, and I still am. Uh, Derrick Henry is also a full participant the last two <clears> days, <throat> but I still have Jacksonville. Yeah, they're playing really good football. And then on to the Sunday slate. It's kind of weird that we have the two on Saturday. Was Was one of the was the bills or the were the bills or the Bengals slated to play in the noon slot on Saturday? Do you know? Was that um, what that was? No, I don't know. I, I think that when we get around the holidays and playoffs, we get Saturday football. It just gets weird. No, I just mm-hmm. wonder why it wasn't a three peat like it was the last two. Years. I don't know. No, I, it's weird. I have no idea. It's like they the nixed is. it. So, and I don't know if this one will go forward, especially because this is one of the teams involved, but Sunday at noon, Baltimore at Cincinnati, um, Fuck. I mean, I feel like they're going to rest starters in this one, wouldn't you assume? Because they can't get uh, the first seed now. Lamar's not going to play regardless. 
I'm going to take Cincinnati because they've been balling the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, same. <clears throat> that makes sense. Uh, next, we have Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Luke mentioned that Tom Brady will be playing in this one, even though they did He's clinch a... adamant. Adamant that okay. Brady's playing. That's been the news. It's weird because everybody's like, why the fuck? But yeah, I, I don't know why he would either. It, I think he's going to retire, and so he wants to soak it all in. But I am going to take warm, Tampa Bay. Know. Oh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt, me too. So we also get to the point where the teams at the bottom are for sure wanting to lose, at least their mm-hmm. GM. Um, so decisions are being made. And we're going to get to that. I'll just do it right now. Minnesota at Chicago. It's already been announced that Justin Fields isn't going to be playing. There's a lot of fan clamor for him to sit this game after being just beat to shit last week and getting mm-hmm. sacked a bunch. He did hurt his injury? hip. No, hip. he, he okay, has a hip. strain. It's nothing super serious, but listen, man, if he had literally anything that could be diagnosed on a sheet, he was getting sat in this game mm-hmm. because – it makes no sense with all of our offensive line injuries we just suffered. Our rookie I left tackle play. had his worst game. Dude, people were saying if starters. everyone's Yeah, people were saying if everyone's healthy, don't play him. I don't know if I'd go there. We, but he isn't. We had a, we had o- Justin, O'Neal. thank you for your service. We had Brian O'Neill carted off last week. I know, and, it was and, not good. and we got dropped to our third center last week. Um like we Kirk I didn't want to talk to, about last week too much, but yeah, there oh, was Oh I a know, lot but I'm just saying happened. like Kirk's I mean like the, the Vikings got absolutely dog walked by the Packers. To say they got beat is not even I mean like our wins are amazingly close and our losses are just the worst losses ever aside Can from I, the all right, so we're already on it. So I read a whole article earlier, um, and it had an inflammatory title a clickbait title like the Vikings are the biggest frauds like ever. Um, and I'm like, okay, well that's not true. So I started reading I it. And I'm like, well, I was just letting you know. So their, their claims are like any actual good team that you've played this year. Didn't just beat you, but beat you so soundly. It was embarrassing. And then every average or bad team, you could barely win. And then they're like, it's a fluke. So we'll see what happens with that. But there's certainly a narrative and you guys did nothing to help yourselves with it. I'm I'm not worried about narratives. I I have. Can we talk about time. JJ? JJ got shut down. Dude, not that. Bad. Got, he almost what, Miles Garrett. He almost Miles Garrett at a referee in the back of the head. I didn't see that. What? I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. He ran what to the sideline and took his face mask and got ready to two hand smash it and didn't see a referee was on the sideline. And as he started to swing his elbow, oh, like clip the guy's so shoulder. So? Okay. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, he didn't try to I thought to you were saying he was like trying to attack a ref. No, I was yeah. like, oh All right. my but God. He almost accidentally Miles Garrett at a ref, which is like, holy shit, dude. That's I, like I've also, never, I have to take for that. Helmet tossing. Even if it's positive helmet tossing, I'm not into that. Yeah, that, that's my like, that's my whole point. Like, you can't be yeah, doing that good. shit. Yeah, I mean, that's not good. I won't. He also that. got beasted, and I don't agree with grittying on someone after one pass breakup in the early part of the game. And I really don't like down. Jair Alexander at all. That guy's so down. annoying. That was. I think that was whack, and you know, good for you. That's your highlight reel. I, I think, I think he you got you in the be, first week, bud. Yeah, you need to be the villain as a corner because, like. The fact of the matter is, like, half your game is getting them unsettled. You're going to get beat more than you're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, receivers are supposed to win. So, if you got to be that guy, be that guy. I want the division to fucking play well. If the Packers are going to beat us, they're going to beat us. Guess what? We're one and one on the year. 
I hope the Lions beat them. We'll get to that, and I hope they don't go to the playoffs. Yeah. So just uh, do that. Um, we think that there's a chance Kirk rests this one. I think that with how bad the Bears' defense is and with Nathan Peterman starting, it's a guarantee the Bears lose. I want Nick Mullins versus Nathan Peterman on Sunday. Let's go. I want to see a sloppy mud pie out there. Do you have Minnesota in this? Of course. Skull. Yeah, I also do. All right. New England at Buffalo. I wonder what's happening with that, but we have to speculate. We'll Um, asterisk both these games because I have a feeling neither of those teams play. Okay, I'm going to put an asterisk. Um, I personally, fuck, I don't even want to say this out loud. This is so shitty to say, but personally. Let's not even, I, do you want to not even, do you want to watch this yes, game? Do you want to watch it? Ta- I don't want to talk it. about watch this Watch the Buffalo pick. I don't care about that. Well, that's fair, because that's just a hard thing to speculate. Okay. And we picked the same for Cincinnati, so it's kind of a wash anyway. I was going to pick New England, man, because that team just went through all that. I don't think they're going to rest starters for New England. I think they – I don't want to speculate. You know what I mean? It's just fun. That's fucked. what I'm saying. We can just skip it. We're just yeah. hoping for the best for all those players. Houston at Indianapolis. Now, if Houston wins this game against Sam Ellinger, the Bears get the number one pick. So you get into a situation – if the Bears lose. You get into a situation where obviously Houston doesn't want to win that game from an upper-level perspective, but Lovey Smith is going to want a team that's competing. And that fucking Colts team is so bad right now that even though Houston got railroaded by the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, Jacksonville's hot, and they played good against good teams. Houston almost beat the Cowboys. Right. But I – I think Houston wins this even though they're not going to try to and watch for them to pull some roster moves to quote-unquote look scout some guys where they're going to try to lose. But I think Houston wins Houston. anyway. I have Houston. Oh, my God. Indianapolis is the worst team in the NFL. They're really bad. Then we got Jets at Miami. So it's going to be uh, Mike White versus Skylar Thompson. Right? Um, yeah. But did you hear Sala said that they're going to like – Try hell or high water to make sure they can get the most <laughs> they can out of Zach Wilson. It's always but he's not going to play. He's going to be he's going to be a healthy scratch for the day. So man. what's that say? Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm taking the Jets. I, me too. Carolina at New Orleans. Um, I don't feel terrible for my Carolina pick last week. Brady did what he does at the end of the game. They were running all over him, like I thought at the beginning. It was weird. But in this one, um, I'm still going to take Carolina. Oh, I have New Orleans. Okay. New Orleans is balling. They balled last week. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I'm taking uh, Cleveland in this one. You ready? Mike Tomlin gets another winning season, Pittsburgh. That makes sense. Chargers at Denver. I'm definitely going to take the Chargers, but they also might be resting players. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chargers, it doesn't even matter. Chargers. Then we got Giants at Philadelphia. I don't think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. And Minshew played really bad last week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Giants. Do we know if Daniel Jones is... starters? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling... Take... Look it up. Because I, I yeah. want to... I will pick the Giants if they're not... If the Giants are playing Saquon and everybody, I'll pick the Giants. But if not, it should it should be a cakewalk. 
Although, why would either of them be playing? Because Philadelphia's in, and they got the one seed locked. Don't they? I got yeah. Giants. I, I got, got giants. The giants. Me too. Let me annotate. All right. Arizona at San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. You thought the Colts were the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> You're right. Hey, fair's fair. Uh, fair's David fair. It's another start. Davis Blog gets another start this week. Poor Good guy. For him. I love yeah, him so he, much. Uh, L.A. Rams at Seattle. Mm, Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to pick Seattle, too. Dallas at Washington, starting Sam Howell. I'm going to take <laughs> Wa- uh, D- Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I also am taking Dallas. Uh, Carson Wentz got a real – is that a one and done? Dude, oh, my gosh. That was so stupid to even do that. And, yes, he got demoted again. So, good for him. Poor soul. The last game, prime time, NFC North. Playoff implications on the line. Detroit at Green Bay. Now, I think Detroit is almost mathematically eliminated, right? But Green Bay, if they win, they're in, right? Correct. So, at best, the Lions can maybe get in, if I'm not mistaken. They could be out. But they could also play spoiler to a division rival. So that said, I don't foresee Aaron Rodgers losing this game at Lambeau with the playoffs on the line. Not after what happened last week with both teams. I got um, Green Bay. So I'm sorry to say it. I don't want to be this guy because they did thoroughly fuck the Vikings up. But Rodgers didn't really have to do much in that game. It's not like he. It's not like he like threw for 600 yards. Like. At one point, they had they had a, a kick return and then a pick six, yeah. and Rodgers had just touched the ball. Like, so didn't didn't your QB turn it over four times? Who Kirko? Yeah, he threw some picks. I may have had Give a few your... glasses of Chardonnay. What of it? <laughs> what of it? <laughs> Bring it on, woman. Uh, <laughs> last last Sunday was a fluke. Uh, Give me your pick. Yeah, er- Look, I, I'm Googling Lions, but I'm Googling to see if they can get in. Okay, you got the Lions. Now, while you're doing that, I'm going to do the more suavecito move as a podcast co-host and fill the airtime, the likes of which you hadn't been doing earlier when I was clicking and Googling. No, That's they're eliminated. mostly a friendly they're rib. They're eliminated. Okay. Well, they, are you still going to pick them? Yes, because this spoiler? is a pick. Yes, it's a pick for me as a Vikings fan. I need them to win, so I'm picking them to win. I'm doing that with Houston, even though I probably would have picked him anyway. Yeah, that's good. So we split on one, two, three, four. We split no Monday on football? Nope. Um, just Saturday and Sunday this week. No no tomorrow night, which stinks. Oh, um, is Monday night the natty? I don't give a fuck. Tuesday night? Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> you like college dare football. You. I'm sorry, yeah, you Notre think Dame I like watching TCU <laughs> Georgia after Marvin Harrison gets concussed on what could have been a targeting play, and then we have to settle for a field goal, and then we lose at the end while Sherbin's screaming in my ear to rile me up. Picture me getting picture me getting drunk in a one gate airport in Omaha watching Notre Dame come back in the Gator Bowl. I'm just like, hey, dude, I know, dude, I was. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this whole thing. That'll be an off-the-podcast convo. But, yeah, um, not happy about the results of that. So, I don't know when the national championship is. You may be right. I think it's on the 9th. I'll watch it, whatever. Um, 
Here's another one thing I wanted to comment on. <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau sacked Nick Foles, likely Ooh. ending his career. God he was writhing damn. in pain on the, on the ground and, like, convulsing. And for, like, a whole 10 seconds, which is a long time, Kayvon Thibodeau yeah, does snow angels to the point where he's doing them while the training staff is going to attend to Foles, and they had to, like, slap his arm. His body? Yes, he touched his ar- yeah. body multiple times. They had to slap his arm away to start treating him. And then Leonard Williams comes up and like pretends to do, so, you know, I'm not going to say, but That's like some attention seeking. Then right there. he goes to the sideline and does the put him to bed, like celebration with the hands up on the ear clasped together. Like it's bedtime. Yeah. So Famous I thought that was Steph Curry. I really don't care what his excuses were not seeing. I thought it was tasteless. Cause he obviously knew by the time he did the, the put him to bed thing. But even worse, I don't know if you saw this, the beat reporters interviewed him in the locker room today and asked him about it and asked him and basically said, what do you think about Jeff Saturday saying it was like tasteless and classless? And he was like, look, I don't really care what anybody else has to say about me. Uh, People who don't play the game shouldn't be commenting on this stuff. And I don't if I don't know who that is. Dude, he said that he said, and if I don't know who it is, I don't care what they're saying about me and stuff. And I'm like, mm, buddy boy, that is not the the comeback you think buddy it is. Boy. And, and if <laughs> oh you don't God. know who Jeff Saturday is, that's a problem probably. That's weird. It's He's weird handled the whole thing tastelessly, in my opinion. Yeah. Now I'm not being a good. boomer like saying no, like the I guy's know. a it fucking thug. I'm and saying looks, the guy's handling it poorly. It looks ten thousand. Just apologize. Worse a couple days after that fact. I mean, with everything else in the world, so. Just say, hey, I might have actually hurt a person and I was touching their body with my celebration that went on way longer than it should have. I probably should have stopped celebrating and touching their writhing body. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, have some respect. I'd ask for a fucking jersey swap. And you don't know who Jeff Saturday is. The guy who snapped to two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and was like a perennial pro bowler. Three. Oh, wait, no, two. Two, you're right. Two, Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Yep, yep. He didn't, yeah. Yep, that is what it is. That. I just I just wanted to comment on that because I think he's handling that whole thing very bad, very it's poorly. Gross, and I really loved uh, I loved him going into the draft. I've loved him all season. I'm terrified of him. Uh, I think he's great. Uh, I think he's gonna be a star in this league. So I just hope that we just chalk it up to a rookie. And can we real quick also comment it? on the fact that like to get that sack, he didn't be a world beater. If I'm not mistaken, it was. Bernhard Ryman, like rookie Maybe from he Austria. Was just really, he was really excited against, it's, you know, it's against a tree trunk, angle, Nick Foles. And you're going to dude, he celebrated so long. Like, I'm just it like, it was really long. You're it like, really do you think long. you're that good? And you just sacked Nick Foles on the worst team in the league with like a, a rookie tackle who wasn't good, that great. Like, Great job, buddy. You're doing super well. Aiden Hutchinson. It was killing so you. long. Aiden Hutchinson so picked off. I just had to like, I had to think that his eyes were closed or something. Still. I had to think. Like, and even still it's long, but it's like, how can you? I think he how, knew. Uh, I think he didn't give a fuck. I think he rough, thought it was man. cool. Straight up. Because he also said, I get paid to be a savage and get sacks. That's what he said in that interview. It's hard. I mean, hey, right. my favorite, my favorite, um, my favorite player of all time was Jared Allen, right? And you'd always rope people up, but but yeah, but he would have done that. He would have checked to see same. if they're okay. He was he's a good he's, guy. He's, I agree. So hopefully and, it's a learning experience. I hope I don't think we'll see it again. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna give 
I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I really I like this this dude, and uh, that's really I know you you had cited character concerns uh, pre draft, but that's really the the first terrible flare up I'd see. I would say Micah Parsons' bullshit in the media is, and stuff like that was like he also had character it, concerns. It has now been, it's also has important to note. Character concerns run the game. Granted, Mike could didn't be, do anything on the field. We should clarify like, that. Mike has never done anything I, like that on the field. And as a star. I, I think that people in the draft community need to stop saying character concerns and be specific. Because when you say character concerns, it runs the gambit. Is it off field? Is it violent in nature? Is it on field? Sure. Are they a dirty player? Do they are they very vocal with the media? Do they have their own social media footprint that they're more uh that they care more about than their play. Like, I think people need to be more specific because when you say somebody has character issues, I feel like a lot of people seize on it in a negative light when it might not be all that negative. It might just be like, you know, an aggressive demeanor on the field. It might be chase Claypool likes to do social media shit. Like, does that make him a bad person? No. Like, and it might be Spousal abuse. Like, it runs the gambit with character. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like that, mm-hmm. that needs to be cleared up better. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I agree. I think that's um, that's a good take. And I think we should also just take these kids for what they are as young young men, dude. Like, Yeah, we're getting old. They're going to they're going to we are i'm a decade older than a lot of a lot to or some of these folks i'm 30 a lot of these rookies coming in they're like what 22 um so you know i, I that's what i want to chalk it up to and i just hope it's that because i really like i like this this crop of young stars um especially on defense it's cool it, i want to see these guys for years to come on in cool markets like he's in new york it's awesome so not it's inexcusable but i hope i, I hope it doesn't happen again yeah I echo that sentiment. Do you have any closing words? Anything you want to talk about, football or non, before we head out of here? No, nah, nah, man. Obviously, just thinking about the do you want me and hoping. Do you for... want me to record a a single update or something if we get news like about the about Hamlin or about like the pushing of sure. the games or something? Or do you sure. want to do it with it's me? Like, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just stay tuned, and if that happens, we'll add, we'll tack something on at the beginning or end or something like that. Okay. Sorry, I knew you were about right, to cool. talk about him. I didn't. I, I've been cutting you off a lot. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's fine. Just to yeah, because I feel like I wouldn't mind like you know providing an update at the very least. I have if a pretty we have it. Week. Yeah. It's Wednesday. I'll try to get this out asap um, to to get ahead of news. But if we get news, we'll do something because that's also pretty wild if we have time okay good to um, deal. hoping for the best obviously hoping for the best and for all of his all of the all of his teammates his family Bengals players uh the whole nfl and everybody man i mean like just this is life or death and so treat a it, lot I think it a lot of healing will happen if he comes through and I think some recovery is going to have to happen if he does not. And I'm very worried. And I have a lot of my thought dedicated to him. I'm not a praying individual, um, but about as close as you can come, I'm doing that. You know what I mean? I'm sure. my, yeah, without a doubt. Everything I'm given. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers sound uh, kitschy. Uh, but it, At it, this it's, point. It, it, it does, but it carries. It still carries weight. I mean, like you have to, if you do it, you do it. And I'm thinking about this dude. Um, and hoping for the best. So we'll let everybody know. I mean, you'll find out too if we hear something. But until that time comes or until next week, um, I've been Luke. I've been Aiden. Happy New Year's, guys.